Hi, I'm Tiffany, and you are listening to the Legacy Lounge Podcast. If you are a high-achieving, mission-driven entrepreneur who wants to elevate your income, impact, and influence, you're in the right place. I left my corporate career as a creative director for Fortune 500 brands to create a legacy with my work and to support entrepreneurs to do the same. And I'm not talking about having your name on a building or statues in your image. I'm talking about leaving behind a positive impact and creating something enduring that can be passed on. You pour your time, energy, and passion into your business. So let's make sure your efforts will create a ripple effect that reaches far into the future. Each monthly series will guide you through the business, leadership, and life skills you need to successfully leave a legacy that stands the test of time. And each episode is totally valuable on its own. We are here to provide you with the tools and ideas to make massive shifts and quantum leaps in your business, transforming you from entrepreneur into legacy brand. So sit back, relax, and let's get into today's episode. Good marketing makes you look smart. Great marketing makes your potential client feel smart. Branding and marketing, two words you've probably heard endlessly if you're a business owner. But what's the difference? This month on the Legacy Lounge, we're going to dive into uncovering what branding and marketing truly are, what you can do to market your brand more effectively, and what to avoid with brand marketing to ensure your strategy's success. So to get started, let's go back to basics and really dive into what is the difference between branding and marketing and which comes first. I get this question often, and it's a really good one because it's important you understand the difference between branding and marketing so you can efficiently use them together. So marketing is how you build awareness of your brand and its products and how you generate sales where branding is how you express who your business is for and really what your business is all about. So think of marketing as your business generating toolkit and branding as your overall approach to reaching your target audience. You really need to invest in doing both to have a thriving business because one without the other is going to have you falling flat. Branding is one of the primary building blocks of your marketing strategy, so it will always come first. So for instance, say your brand was Chick-fil-A. Your branding would be the secret herbs and sauce, and your marketing would be everything you do to get your customers excited to try your chicken, like TV, radio ads, billboards, and social media. So along with those secret herbs and sauce, what Chick-fil-A is known for, they're also known for other things like how they treat their customers, how they show up, the cleanliness of their stores. So that really entails everything about their brand. So people want to do business with brands they can get behind and brands they believe in. So while marketing will help break through the clutter and get your brand in front of the right people, If you want to keep it there, you need to build a brand that people can connect with. You need the right marketing strategies to set your brand apart from the competition and say to your customers, hey, I'm here, but you need branding to foster relationships, create long-term connections, and keep people coming back after that initial hello. 
You know the old saying, which came first, the chicken or the egg? Well, if we're talking about the business version of that saying, it would probably be more along the lines of which comes first, branding or marketing. And no matter what industry you're in or how large you aim to grow, it's important to work out who your business is as a brand before you create your marketing plan. You can't exactly market a brand you haven't designed yet or sell something through marketing if you don't even know what you're going to offer. Before you even think about putting a marketing strategy in place, you need to focus on your brand. Who are you as a brand? What do you want to bring to the market? What are your core values? And most importantly, how are you going to communicate that to your target audience? Only when you have the answers to those questions does it make sense to start thinking about marketing. Because once you have your brand in place, you'll have a much better understanding of who you are, who your customer is, and the best ways to actually connect with them. And then you can build a marketing strategy that brings that to life. And for those of you who have a brand and have been marketing, yet you're not getting the results you truly dream of, that's most likely because you didn't take the time to develop a brand that's magnetic and really look at your messaging and make sure it's targeted towards your ideal clients. So often what we think is going to resonate isn't what actually people need to hear. That's why market research is so important. And you really want to develop a brand that not only you love, but really attracts people easily and effortlessly. And this is the biggest takeaway if you're going to remember anything from this episode today. Marketing strategies come and go, but branding is forever. When I was working in a Fortune 500 marketing firm with major companies, we had different marketing campaigns every season that we would help them with. But the brand, the foundation is, as I always say, the company's legacy. So too often, online entrepreneurs just throw a logo and some colors together and call that their brand when it's so, so much more deeper than that. And of course, as long as you're trying to build a successful business, you're going to actively market that business. But the strategies you use to market your business are temporary. Each marketing tactic or campaign will have a clear beginning, middle, and end. The cool thing about that is once your brand foundation is set, you can forget about it. You don't have to reinvent the wheel all the time and you can focus on your marketing. The problem becomes when people are constantly tweaking their brand and tweaking their marketing, which confuses their audience. So branding is different. No matter where you are in your business, you need to define who you are as a company, shape your brand's perception, and foster a deeper, more meaningfully. I have to say that over. So that's why branding is different. No matter where you are in your business, you need to define who you are as a company, shape your brand's perception, and foster a deeper, more meaningful relationship with your potential clients. This is why I came up with the concept of a legacy brand. It's meant to last. Now, once you have your magnetic brand in place, you can move forward to create a more robust marketing strategy. As I mentioned earlier, if you have a marketing strategy that's not converting, you might want to take a step back, slow down to speed up, and reevaluate your current brand. If you need help in that area, go back and binge previous episodes of the Legacy Lounge. 
We've been talking about thought leadership branding, how to craft your brand message, how to create a brand foundation, and so much more. So I've got you covered there. Now, now that we really looked at the differentiators and which comes first, we're going to take it a step further and talk about how to properly market your brand. Because the truth is, it's not build it and they will come like the field of dreams. Once you create your magnetic brand, you have to get it out into the world through marketing. So to kick off, here are three questions every business owner should answer when putting together their brand marketing strategy. Number one, what is your brand's primary goal? Have you thought about that? Other than money, which is always a goal for business owners, of course, what really is the goal of your business and your brand? Number two, how does your brand define success? If you don't know what your version of success is, how do you know when you're going to get there and how are you going to know how to get there? It's really important that you define how you're going to get there and what success means to you. We have people that say they want to make billions of dollars. And then we have people saying, you know what? I don't want that lifestyle. I'm comfortable with a couple hundred K in the bank calling it a day. Number three is how will you measure that success? Again, you can define success, but if you're not actually actively measuring it, how do you know when you get there and how can you learn to make choices that will get you there? So you really need to think about setting KPIs, tracking your brand success and measuring that success. Understanding the answers to these simple questions, simple but not so easy necessarily, but they're deep questions that will help you define what your objectives should be and how you'll measure that success. The truth is, although branding seems like an intangible thing, you can measure brand performance. Now, if you're like, okay, this is another term, I have no idea what you're talking about, Tiffany. <laughs> brand performance is the measure of a brand's results against the business and marketing goals. So again, what are those goals? Brand performance is how you're going to measure it. While brand delivery focuses on how branding is executed during a marketing campaign. So for instance, I worked with Burt's Bees for a long time in the corporate world. We would create a new marketing campaign. The one I remember specifically was when their colored lip bombs came out. Like, you know, those thin little sticks. I had my favorite one was like this plum color. And when those came out, we helped take elevate the brand to create the new product, create the new scapes in the, like in target and things like that. But then more importantly, we created their marketing campaign. Now, what you have to do is really think about okay, this campaign, how are we going to measure the brand performance? So the brand performance measures the campaign results to see how effective that branding was. So hopefully that makes sense. You really want to set those goals, measure them with KPIs, and then make sure that you're tracking it along the way. So of course, KPIs for that would have been the sales, um, how many brands wanted to pick them up, like they were featured in Target and Walmart and all over the place. And you know that if stores are excited about a new brand or sub-brand, then typically consumers will be as well. So you want to put this context into your own business. What is your brand? How are you going to measure it? 
And then what are your marketing campaigns? We talk about launches all the time, and that is a form of a marketing campaign, but are you being really strategic about how you're showing up and doing that? And are you measuring it? A common mistake I see people making is investing in their brand and then not developing those clear measurements of success before jumping into random marketing campaigns. Often they are simply throwing spaghetti at the wall, trying to do all the things that they hear make others successful. And that tends to fail because they're pushing 20 boulders up a mountain and listening to external forces rather than listening internally to what will work for them and really doing market research to see what their ideal clients want. So a new year is coming up. Are you planning new marketing strategies? If so, I urge you to take the time to map out how you will measure that success. Now, now that you're clear on that, before you take action and fully planning your marketing, I want to give you five simple steps to ensure you first have clarity on your brand if you're not already clear. So some of these things I've talked about in past episodes, but if you're new to the podcast and or you want a little refresher, keep listening because these are five very important tips that bear repeating. Because if you don't have clarity, you will not get epic results from your campaigns and launches. Number one is understanding your brand purpose. Understanding why your brand exists is core to your brand marketing strategy. Ask yourself the following questions to help you nail your brand's purpose. What challenge does your brand solve? Why would your audience trust you? How does your brand make them feel? Or how do you want it to make them feel? And last, I love this question. If your brand was a person, who would they be and why? Now, obviously you are your brand in a sense, but I like to have my clients pick spokespeople. This could be a famous person. This could be an author. This could be a character in a movie to really help them get a little bit more clarity on how they are going to show up. This step is key to ensure you're really clear when you invest in advertising, even if it's organic, what's the point of creating marketing campaigns if it's not going to convert, right? All right, number two is research your target market. Research, research, research. Again, this is what one of the number one things that I see entrepreneurs skipping. And I make all my clients do it and they usually kind of go into the process kicking and screaming a little bit. But once they do it, their eyes open and they're like, oh my gosh, this is part of what I've been missing this entire time. You really want to understand who your potential clients are by creating customer personas. A customer persona is a really comprehensive picture of your ideal client. It will help you create an emotional connection with those people. For example, if you're a coach serving women entrepreneurs, your customer persona might be a 25 to 45-year-old female service provider or course creator who's looking for bigger and better results. But don't stop there. That's so high level. I also, I know a lot of us have gone through B-School and there's nothing wrong with that. I went through it like four or five years ago, maybe three or four years ago. And I love Marie. However, the one thing that she and many other thought leaders are teaching is you have to dial in your niche and you only talk to one person, give her a name. And what kind of shoes does she wear? And does she have 2.5 children? 
I believe this is hurting entrepreneurs because you're really selling yourself short of all the people that you could reach. Now, I'm not telling you to serve everyone and be everything for everybody. That's also going to cause you issues because you're not going to be calling in anybody specific. So you need to meet somewhere in the middle. And sometimes I have a lot of clients that tend to be multi-passionates and that just rules out so much of the things they want to create. So you also want to think about maybe having a few different buyer personas and then ensuring that you're weaving your entire marketing message and brand together to speak to both of those personas. And there's a really amazing way to do that. So when crafting those customer personas, ask yourself questions like, how old are they? Where do they live? What is their vocation? What is their educational background? What do they care about? What do they really need from me? What are their problems? What would, could they benefit from? Dive deep into everything about these people, learn how to speak their language, and you will start getting magical results. A clear vision of your ideal customer persona will guide everything from your business name to the art style you use for your logo. And the research, of course, goes much deeper than these questions, but even covering these basics will put you further ahead than most business owners who never kneel it down. Number three is define and sell your story. You can sell your brand story by creating the right message. Your story that you craft and sell will connect your brand with that target audience, encourage loyalty, and help with brand awareness. But you must take the time to really develop an engaging story that has all the same elements as your favorite novel or movie. You want to think about who are the characters, what's the conflict, and what's the resolution. You can capture your market's attention with a great story and then let them be part of the story by interacting with your brand. Storytelling is truly the best way to create emotional impact and have clients understand who you are and how you can help them. And again, you can go back. I did a previous, multiple previous episodes on storytelling. So check those out. And there's also a difference between telling your personal story and your brand story. Now, to be very clear here, this is all intentional and it's all needs to be authentic. You're not writing a story based on a novel that's not true because people will sense that a mile away. But there's a specific way that you can go back into your past and pull the relevant stories that people need to hear that will help them really understand who you are and why you're in this place to serve them now. So really think about the relevancy of your stories. And I recommend having three to five mini stories available for you at any time when you say get interviewed on a podcast or you're at a at a networking event and really need to tell your story in a unique way. All right, number four is get to know your competitors. Just like getting to know your own audience, it's equally important to get to know your competitors. Now, of course, I believe in collaboration over competition and there's more than enough people on this planet for everybody. So this is typically where a lot of my clients say, I really don't have direct competition. There's no one doing the same thing as me. And everybody thinks they're a unicorn. And while that may be true, there are for sure other people out there doing similar work for you. I guarantee it. So this is not the time to go compare and come from a place of lack. This is time to get curious 
and really determine how to differentiate yourself from everybody else out there. For instance, there are a ton of brand strategists out there, but I found that no one was talking about legacy and thought leadership the way I do. Also, most of them didn't typically have the background in corporate or as a professor in branding and marketing. So I doubled down on that fact and your legacy brand was born. By researching your competition, you can determine how you're different from others, then focus on this difference in your marketing messaging. For example, if your competitor is known for being the most inexpensive, you may want to focus more on why quality is important in your communications. And last but not least is, I haven't talked about this a ton on the podcast because it's not easy to show visuals on the podcast, but your brand visuals are super important. We know this, we're visual creatures, and unfortunately, sometimes we do tend to judge a book by its cover. So make sure that you're creating brand guidelines. Last, but absolutely not least, once you understand your brand and audience, think about how to connect them in your marketing. You'll need to invest in the manifestation of your visual brand and brand guidelines where you cover your logo, colors, fonts, and more. It, of course, helps any designers and marketers you work with to be able to tell your brand story and deliver your message in the best way possible and also ensure brand consistency. Now, this is another place where I see many entrepreneurs making big mistakes. They tend to do this step first and create visuals without doing all of those foundational works that we talked about. And I get it because we think we need all the pretty visuals right out of the gate, but the problem is they typically never are truly aligned with how their brand is looking because there was no depth that they were developed with. So if you have brand visuals that you don't absolutely love, I strongly recommend you slow down, take a step back and do the foundational work before you reinvest in new visuals that you truly love. I have so many clients who come to me and think their problems will be solved with a new logo or a website upgrade when really their messaging and foundational brand is what's holding them back from getting the results they dream of. So we first have to go back to the foundations, then my team will create their new visuals and everything flows beautifully. Remember, the more thorough you are in your brand marketing, the simpler it will be to create, launch, and grow with each of your marketing campaigns in the future. To wrap up today, just remember that good brand marketing is key to a successful business. If you're just starting out or if you're looking to refresh and revive your brand, make learning how to create a brand marketing strategy be the first thing to do on your list. If all of this sounds amazing, yet you're having trouble truly nailing it down, know you are not alone. It's so common. And as I always say, it's simply because you cannot see the label from inside the bottle. It's hard to be objective when you're the one in your business every day. The most successful business owners struggle with this. So whether you're just starting out and getting your first clients or you have a seven-figure business, I'm here to help. If you're looking for a way to market yourself and your business in a way that feels authentic, true to you and to your values, and it also allows people to easily say yes to whatever you're offering and feel great about it, 
We are currently enrolling for early bird spots in my signature Legacy Brand Foundations program, where I work hand in hand with female entrepreneurs to craft their legacy brand and get clarity on everything I covered today. Or if you're more the one-on-one -on -one type, we do have a few spots left for that as well in Q1 of 2023. If you're ready to kick off 2023 with brand clarity and confidence, go down to the show notes and book a call to see if we are a good fit. And stay tuned for next week as I dive into more powerful content around how to ditch fear-based marketing tactics and focus on leading with love while still making epic sales and impact. This is going to be super juicy, so you don't want to miss it. I'll see you here next time in the Legacy Lounge. That's it for this episode. Thank you for listening to the Legacy Lounge podcast. Connect with me on Instagram at Tiffany Newman Creative. I would also love to hear your feedback to see what resonates with you and what you'd like to hear in the future. If you love this episode, please provide a review and we will be forever grateful. You can always find links and resources shared on the show by going to yourlegacybrand.com. Remember, what you leave behind is not what is engraved in stone monuments, but what is woven into the lives of others. What are you doing today to pour into others and to leave your legacy?